Well, hi there. And happy Monday. It is June the 18th, 2018. And I'm the 40-year-old Eric, talking at you as always from beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where I cannot believe 21 years have gone by since I first stepped off that Greyhound bus and tried to take over this city. almost over. I've been 40 for nearly a whole day now and to be honest it hasn't been that bad. As a matter of fact I had actually a really good day. I did an orientation at the new job that I start tomorrow. I'm excited about that. I had some beautiful conversations with some people I haven't talked to in a long time and uh, I even got a present near the end of the day. So all in all, pretty good. Uh, thank you to everybody for the nice birthday wishes you, you sent me today. And um, no thank you to the people who guessed I was turning 46. Um, you guys can go to hell. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm not. Go to hell. Seriously. I made a promise to you guys that I would stop playing spinning every night and debut a new Ashes of Purgatory song tonight. Well, I'm totally going to do that right now. This is called He Felt the Floor, the second single from Awaken, which is going to hit stores in less than two weeks. This is the new one by Ashes of Purgatory. from one, cream and sugar from the other. <laughs> 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 
that to me was ground zero if I had a nuclear bomb right in between the two kitty corner Starbucks. What a stupid thing that was. Yeah, but yet they're both thriving. It makes no sense. Yeah, yeah nothing about Starbucks makes sense to me. Uh, no. Let me go pay six fifty for a coffee. Ooh. I, believe, I believe it was my very first episode of Is It Just Me where I did my rant about coffee. And uh, got my views about Starbucks out there. I'm pretty sure if you go back to the Podbean episodes, which are available on Anchor.fm, you can hear me go off about Starbucks. I'm pretty sure it's the very first episode I ever did. I talk about Starbucks and Tim Hortons. Um, That bastion of Canadianism that's been American for about 20 years, but they don't advertise that. No. Which, speaking of, by the way, Tim Hortons is uh, hit the news recently as being labeled now as one of the most hated coffees in Canada. So Tim Hortons is on the way out for coffees, and it's been replaced by, get this, McDonald's coffee. Yes, which was the intention all along. See, now that has been the heart of the battle. Um, McDonald's was losing their first place in the world, their coffee was so deplorable, they couldn't capture the breakfast market. No. Until uh, introducing their breakfast sandwiches, uh, completely ran away with that market for years. Um, in retaliation, McDonald's improved their, they changed their whole thing, came out with this McCafe, started selling good coffee, and started eating into that breakfast market. Um, they, they stopped the, the 11 o'clock nonsense. Yeah, it's finally breakfast all day. So Burger King has never had a, a uh, uh, cards in this game. No, no, but Burger King does have the croissant sandwich, which they've cornered the market on having the croissant croissant which you know the which is which is very good, but just very tiny. But in an effort to win the breakfast market from McDonald's, they went ahead and bought Tim Hortons. Um, and look what happened. <laughs> and ran it right into, uh, well, they turned it into an American fast food place, let's face it. It's, uh, that was never my problem with Tim Hortons. My problem with Tim Hortons is they started getting carried away with stuff that they don't have any business doing. Do your coffee and donuts. Leave the sandwiches alone. Hire at least one person per store who has a rudimentary understanding of the English language. Just one of the crew. That would be nice. Um, you know, when I walk in and I order a double double, and 15 of them scatter like cockroaches and come back with a sausage on a <laughs> croissant. <laughs> yeah. I'm 20 minutes late from work and I hate my life. <laughs> um, I have no problem hiring. That's great that you're an equal opportunity employer, but someone should at least get the get the answers right when I point at the coffee. Yeah, I, I wish I could have an opinion on coffee specifically, but I am one of those very few people in the world that actually I hate coffee, hate the taste, hate the smell, never like the stuff. I've tried it in every state of mind you can imagine. I've had it sober, drunk, high, you name it. I do not like coffee, although. I can say one thing. I was in Seattle with a friend of mine, my friend Leo. Um, we were in Seattle together for a weekend, and we went to this restaurant. Uh, the name of it, it's a, it's a French name, so I'm never going to remember the name of it. Um, but a phenomenal restaurant for the rest of my 
when I remember the name, I'll, I'll bring it up on the show again because um, it's worth mentioning because the place is so good. But I had a, she had a cup of coffee because she loves her French press coffee. And I actually, when she took a sip, she's like, oh my God, this is like the best coffee I've ever had. I'm like, all right, if you drink a lot of coffee. So if you're saying this is the best cup you've ever had, I will take a sip. So I actually had a sip of it. And even I will admit, it was the least disgusting coffee I've ever had. Have you ever had a Persian coffee? I have no idea. Something about I, I, I would make out with it if I could. It, it's it's a sexy it's a sexy coffee. I don't know what they do differently. It's been that every time a person is oh. offered something. Oh, how about that? Coffee, yeah. I, mean, just, I had my first cup of coffee. I believe I was probably around ten or eleven years old, and that was it. That was what my life had been missing up to that point, and I I never looked back. I have cut down quite a bit over the years, but uh, no. My ex-wife I and I had coffee. a friend of mine move in. Uh, move in with us for for about a year. Um, I think it was about a year. I can't remember now. But uh, he loved his coffee. This guy would drink like fucking like eight cups of coffee a day. And uh, so just after he moved in, because neither of us, me or my ex-wife, we'd never liked coffee. So we never had a coffee machine or anything. So we get up one morning, we take off, we go out, we do our business, whatever we're doing. We come back and I'm like, oh my God, what is that terrible smell? I think the cat peed all over the, the apartment and turns out, no, that was just a smell of brewing coffee. Yeah. No. Well, but he always drank the shittiest and cheapest of coffee he could get a hold of too. So yeah, uh, so I guess that says something. Yeah, some of it's pretty rough. Uh, we are 26 minutes in the, the, the uh, program this evening and uh, very enjoyable so far, but there is a couple of things I want to talk to and uh, should get to while we can. Uh, something that caught me completely off guard this afternoon. Uh, you and I, I guess, What's wrote that? the story, and we had no idea. Last night, uh, yesterday in total, was the second highest day for overdoses on record really? in the history of the province. The second highest, the first was the in April of 2017, but last night, uh, we had 130 overdoses in the province. Um, the second highest on record. Uh, that was, uh, we, we only got 46 in Vancouver. Surrey beat us. They had 48. And uh, elsewhere in the province. So, uh, guys, we got to pull it together. <laughs> I think we can do better next year if we try. I know we have it in us, guys. I just found it, uh, it. It really took me by surprise that you and I had brought that yeah. up last night. I wow. had no idea that this was a thing. Um, it's funny that we were talking about actually the Victoria Police Department was so overwhelmed they, they ran out of uh, naloxone kits. I was going to say, you cut it, they were so what? Um, uh, they, they were so overwhelmed they had run out of naloxone kits. They wow. didn't have enough to deal with the problem. Um, just baffling that this 130 in one night. Uh, someone has to step up and do something about this. It's, it's, uh, that's just disgusting. Now, I will say, believe it or not, absolutely, totally shocking, not one single fatality oh, last night. that's a weird one. We're all saved. Um, so I guess something going on in the system is working. Now, I still consider it a flawed system. I don't think handing drug users 
the uh, antidote and saying deal with it yourself is the right way to go. Uh, but clearly, it's well. It's in, I right think now. it was. I think Portugal. So no, I'm the creepy guy at the party if I'm with the young people. So I started uh, really trying to surround myself with adults, and I have learned very quickly that there is no one more immature in our society than grown-ass, comfortable adults. We all turn into the children we never got to be for some reason. And it's disgusting. It's stupid behavior. It, it, it makes no sense. It's so counterintuitive. But the most immature people I've ever spent time with in my life.